What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor Chat with you guys daily about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Ben Bateman. I co-host the Masters of Modern podcast on Collected.company. We talk modern, and I'm going to talk to you right now about a big topic in the modern world. Uh, that topic is the unbans. The unbans that are being predicted post the next Pro Tour. So sometime in the first quarter of next year, we could be looking at a modern format that is totally different than the one we see right now. Now, I don't mean to beat a dead horse here, but I do want to talk a little bit about the subject because I think it's been coming up a lot because a lot of people have a lot of things to say about it, and there's definitely a lot of interest in what the format would look like with certain unbans. So I wanted to go over some of the top candidates, and rather than the frequent topic we talk about, do cards need to be banned, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the cards that might be unbanned and what they would do to the format. I've been reading a bit about it. Some great articles in Star City Games. Modern Nexus did a great piece on it. So I thought I'd share some of that in two parts here because these recordings are five minutes or less. So there'll be a part one and a part two. If you guys hear this one, uh, you see it somewhere else. I have good news for you. The second part will be available. I usually only share one of my two daily postings on the various social medias. So if you want to go ahead and download Anchor.fm, it's a free app. You can find 10 Minutes of Modern on the app and you can listen to the second part of this, the second half of the cards on the app. So without further ado, guys, let's get into it. Uh, cards that may or may not be unbanned. Right off the bat, the most notable cards, I would say, I would say probably right off the bat, the most notable card is Bloodbraid Elf. Uh, Bloodbraid Elf, to me, is the one that gets talked about by the smartest players the most often as a legitimate option for an unbanning. Uh, it makes sense. You know, it's a four drop in Jund. Jund is already playing its four drops. It's a high value four drop, and the fact that it has haste bodes well for it, you know, playing in certain strategies. But... It doesn't really strike me as a card that would be even the least bit oppressive, considering most of the best decks in Modern are really going hyper turn two, turn three. Not in terms of win rate, but in terms of what they're trying to do. Like, they're really making the most of those first few turns. And getting a 3-2 haste for four with, like, an extra removal spell, maybe, or something like that, it's not backbreaking in Jund. I realize that the way that it's always worked in Jund or in Abzandex, but you obviously wouldn't play this in an Abzandex, uh, is that, you know, turn one is a, is a hand disruption spell, turn two is something like a Grim Flayer or a Dark Confidant or a Scavenging Ooze, and turn three is Liliana of the Veil. You follow it up with uh, Bloodbraid Elf, and because you've already done so much damage and you've already set such a great clock... But I, I just think that this is a perfectly fair card to unban. I don't think it's going to do anything major to the format. It just makes the fair decks a little bit better. So I think this one is an easy first choice, and it's definitely the most prominent and often talked about. Uh, I would say a slightly more controversial one, but one that we've talked about a lot, is Stoneforge Mystic. Um, there's a lot of comparison between Stoneforge Mystic and Snapcaster Mage, uh, because Snapcaster Mage gets to effectively kind of function as a similar card in a lot of ways, not in actually what it does, but the kind of advantage that it generates. Um, one having flash, one not having flash is significant, but the bottom line is that Stoneforge Mystic adds an element that a lot of decks in the format don't have right now. So Mardu decks, Esper decks, gives a really, really strong strong two-drop to those decks, and the only piece of equipment that anybody's really worried about is that Batterskull becomes a thing that gets thrown down a lot. Batterskull certainly makes other decks in the format that are good right now a little less good, so more Batterskulls running around seems totally fine. With Kologon's Command being such a prominent card in multiple decks anyway, this, this doesn't strike me as a problem. All of the decks that are very good. Eldrazi Tron, Storm, Death Shadow. 
I feel like they could all handle this pretty well. I don't think Stoneforge Mystic's going to change the game for any of those decks. So this is another one that I think is a pretty safe unban. Uh, it doesn't strike me as a problem. I do wonder this card combined with Sword of the Meek combo. I do wonder if this makes that this like pushes that up a little bit and becomes something that you know people don't see coming. But uh, that would be my only real major concern there. Third on the list of cards we're talking about, I would say it's got to be. Well, I would say it probably has to be uh, a, a quick shout out to Jace the Mind Sculptor, and I'm going to start talking about Jace here. Now we'll you know we'll save Jace. We'll save Jace. Let's uh, let's in fact save Jace for the second episode here of this that I'm going to do. I do want to make a quick shout out to Splinter Twin because people have talked about it a little bit as a polarizing card. Splinter Twin should not be unbanned. We don't need to go back to a format where the fourth turn of the game defines the game and forever defines the game in blue-red control decks. Um, I think you can just end the case right there. Splinter Twin doesn't need to be discussed any further than that. There are some more interesting cards to continue discussing here, including Jace the Mind Sculptor, Preordain. Uh, stay tuned for part two, guys. Thanks for listening. It's 10 minutes a month. What's up, guys? Welcome back. It's part two here of the discussion on 10 Minutes of Modern. Which cards should be unbanned come next year post uh, Pro Tour? And I talked a little bit in part one of this, which you can find on the Anchor Station if you're hearing this in another medium. But uh, I talked a bit in part one about the fact that I felt Bloodbraid Elf and Stoneforge Mystic were both safe unbans. I don't know if they're safe unbans at the same time, I should state, but I think they're both safe unbans. I talked about the fact that I don't think Splinter Twin needs to be unbanned. I don't think that it's a smart choice. Um, I don't think that that's one that a lot of people have talked about, but nonetheless, it just doesn't seem like it needs to, needs to happen. Um, what I do want to talk about, though, are cantrips. Uh, there's been a lot of talk for a long time about preordain being unbanned. Um, do we need to see preordain unbanned? And uh, what I will say is I don't think preordain needs to be unbanned. I don't think that more cantrips in the format, I don't think they're necessary. I think Serum Visions is perfectly fine. I think the fact that you don't get to set up your next draw is great, that you... you I'm sorry, you don't get to set up your draw before you draw it is great with Serum Visions. I think it means the power level is correct. I think that if you're looking for something to play with Snapcaster Mage, we have Opt, so I think that makes it very interesting. And I think the fact that there's literally eight copies of, you know, uh, sifting through your deck type of cards in Sleight of Hand and Serum Visions is enough. I don't think I don't think we need to up the game, especially now that we've gotten Opt. So Preordain's an easy one for me to uh, stay away from. Uh, other cards that could possibly be unbanned that people have talked about, one of them is Green Sun Zenith, which I think is a very interesting idea. Um, Green Sun Zenith for me is a fair unbanning. Again, I think one or two cards being unbanned tops is all that would need to happen here. Green Sun Zenith to me doesn't strike me as a card that would upset the balance of the format too much. Um, the combo decks that it would slot into most likely we're looking at probably it's in elves. We're looking that it probably fits into, uh, you know, company decks. Uh, but overall, I don't know that this card at sorcery speed is really all that bonkers. The fact that it can get Dryad Arbor on turn one for one green is one of the things that makes it the best. But the fact that every single deck now is packing so many pieces of removal that aren't Path to Exile, it's not just its not just a world anymore where the only one-mana piece of removal uh, out there is Lightning Bolt. You have Fatal Push in every deck. So you're not, you're not Path to Exiling their Dryad Arbor when they get ahead on turn one and feeling like you've taken a loss because they're just getting a land. 
you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, I mean, nobody wants to do that, obviously, and rarely would you, but the fact that so many decks now have Fatal Push in them makes me feel like the Dryad Arbor complaint's not really all that relevant. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's a perfectly fair unban. Again, I, I don't think we're going to see more than one or possibly two cards unbanned at one time, but uh, I I definitely think that one or two cards total... Uh, maybe maybe a less like a less powerful one and a very powerful one coming off at the same time. I also wonder if would they maybe do something like unban three, ban one. That could be interesting. So anyway, guys, those are like really the the major cards. There are certainly other cards that have never been discussed to be unbanned that people could you know theorize how good they may, might be if they got unbanned. Uh, and those cards are fine. Um, you know, Punishing Fire was one that was banned early on. That's one people have talked about a little bit. The idea of maybe unbanning one or some of the artifact lands is something people have talked about. So, you know, those things are on people's radars. But as far as the really likely cards that could get unbanned, I, I've talked about them here on the show. And uh, those are kind of my opinions. I think the safest move is unbanned Blood, unbanned Blood Raid Elf. Um, I think I like the idea of either unbanning Blood Raid Elf and unbanning... Um, green sun zenith at the same time or perhaps you just unban stoneforge mystic and see what happens um probably of all of the unbans that we've talked about unbanning stoneforge mystic on its own is the one that seems the most appealing to me um you know the one card we didn't really talk about at length i made reference to it on the first part of this it's jace the mind sculptor the reason i don't like to dignify the conversation and people like to say oh, that's a four drop and you know it's a fair card it just makes control decks better you know, I, I read an article talking about all of the things that are played, you know, commonly that can get rid of Jace the Mind Sculptor. It's not about what it, what it is to get rid of the card. It's about the fact that if you aren't set up to take care of it, it's just too powerful of a card. It also is a card that when played by the best players in the world has shown in more powerful formats than modern how good it is. I think people just forget when the, the, the amount of text that's written on that card, how good it actually is and what it can actually do to a format. So... My vote would be not to unban Jace the Mind Sculptor. Uh, but those are my thoughts on possible unbannings in modern, guys. Let's look forward to these next three or four months. And then, uh, you know, a possible shakeup come February. Thanks for listening, guys.